0: It's the odd, odd, odd to Newfoundland. Ghostly greetings from your host, Jonathan. 31 days of Halloween. (laughs) Gotta love all that candy. But what was the major candy brand, so to speak? What was the top candy the year you were born? It's a good question to ask. So, I went ahead and I painstakingly dove into yet another topic that isn't all that paranormal. But it goes with Halloween, which is very paranormal. So, I'm I'm all about it. Starting back in 1980, with a little white bucket with a baseball player on it called Big League Chew. May not have been the most politically correct candy today, but Big League Chew was a major league hit. When it was released in 1980, inspired by the tobacco-chewing habit of baseball players in the 70s, this bubblegum allowed children to emulate their favorite players without risking addiction to anything other than sugar. (laughs) 1982 was Skittles, first made internationally. In the 1970s, Skittles were first produced and distributed widely in America in 82. Like many popular candies, the green Skittles were originally lime-flavored, but were swapped for the tender green apple in 2013. Fruit candies were all the rage in 82. Runts debuted the year as well which is one of my favorite candies, and I miss them so much. I remember having runs when I was a little kid. I was born in 84, so they were already around for a few years then. 1983 was Nerds. If you thought Nerds were pretty much sugar-coated even more sugar, then you're right. (laughs) SE has been making and selling these tiny balls of pure sweetness the massive success since 1983, and they were the top candy that year. Not gonna lie, I was very disappointed with my birth year Okay, 1984 was the year of WrestleMania three. Andre the Giant slamming, or getting slammed by Hulk Hogan, it was Sinead O'Connor at the top of the billboards, Rocky movies, it was just an amazing time, but what was the awesome candy that year with the number 1 Halloween candy something called Goetz's Cowtails what the hell is that well it may seem like Goetz's Cowtails have been around for centuries and while they may sit in the trick or treat bag for years this long chewy caramel with cream center was actually only been around 35 years yes Cowtails first hit the market in 1984 however the candy company has been making its flagship product caramel cream since 1918 i have no idea what this candy is it has to be american unfortunately i don't think i've even had one before which is maybe kind of depressed. But then I got the scratch in my head because 1985 was Sour Patch Kids. And these are like super popular right now with my own daughter who's 13. Like these things are still going strong. They were originally called Mars Men. These tart little kid-shaped candies were named to Sour Patch Kids in 1985 to latch onto the cultural phenomenon that was Cabbage Patch Kids. Generally speaking, 1985 was a big year for Fruity Candies with Kitsubi names, Airheads came out this year too, and other things. 1986 was the humble push pop. Wow, unique packaging on this treat allows you to eat some candy now and easily save some for later. And you know, definitely gave kids more throat problems and strep throat and stuff because they'd like lick it, put it in their locker, and forget it for a week and then come back to it. I mean, what could go wrong when you lick a freaking culture and let the bacteria grow for a week? <laughs> I was four years old and I remember bubble tape like it was yesterday. That's 1998. 1988's amazing candy. What's the measure of candy success? Apparently, it's how long it is. After his introduction 88, Bubble Tape to super sugary, super sweet bubblegum was a huge hit with kids. I remember my pockets being full of these things as I walked down the street offering some to all my buddies. We're gonna jump ahead a few years now because Bubble Tape kind of took over for three years straight. 88, 89, and 90. 1990 were all Bubble Tape it was the top-selling bubblegum slash candy at Halloween, 1991, though, finally someone broke through, and that was, believe it or not, peanut butter M&Ms. First came the M&M, then the world met peanut M&Ms, and then in 1991, a new kid arrived on the block: peanut butter M&Ms. How are these candy-coated confections different than the rival? Well, it's peanut butter and butt. <laughs> 1993. Oh my God! Can you remember your first warhead when you were a kid? No candy quite defines the 90s, quite like the super sour warheads, which came on the scene in 1993. While this candy rose to massive popularity in the U.S. near the end of the 20th century, it was first invented in Taiwan all the way back in 1975 and exploded in 1993. 1994 was the Hershey's Cookie and Cream Bear, still very popular to this day. The iconic Hershey Bear got a funky new variation in '94: the Cookies and Cream. The White Chocolate Bar Mimics Cookies and Cream Ice Cream with little crunchy chocolate cookie bits in the center. Mmm, delicious. And I know this is totally random, but remember how I was in a coma and I totally forgot people's names and stuff and I still struggle with all that? I can still remember a lot of commercial jingles and there's one that reminds me so much of anything and that's Hershey's Cookies and Cream. I remember a black and white commercial with a Whitney Houston ripoff singing They call it a dream. Cookies and cream, kind of like white chocolate with a little soul. Can you remember that? <laughs> uh, 1985 was one of my all-time favorites, caramel apple pops. They were amazing. 1998, we jumped ahead. 96, 97 were dominated by caramel apple pops. I'm not surprised. They were all the rage. 98 was baby bottle pop. Uh, 1999 was crispy M&Ms. Crispy. Mm, not surprised, but cool. 2000 saw a little change, though. That was Bertie Botts' Every Flavor Beans. Though Jelly Belly Billy Jeans... <laughs> though Jelly Belly Jelly Beans... I'm not even going to edit that. That was just so funny. Had been around for decades. By the time the new millennium rolled around, the brand got a new life thanks to the cultural phenomenon known as Harry Potter. In 2000, Bertie Botts' Every Flavored Beans debuted, inspired by the hit fantasy series... Though these boxes of beans feature classic jelly bean flavors like blueberry and cinnamon, they also include more, shall we say, unique flavors such as earthworm, booger, sausage, and vomit. And if you think this food trend is weird, earwax flavored jelly beans are nothing compared to the most peculiar food trend from the year you were born. (laughs) Up until 2000s, anybody who listens to this podcast now has an idea of what the top candies were. Thank you so much for listening. Guys, 31 days of Halloween rolls on, and I hope you guys get lots of treats and come back tomorrow for another treat as we continue our march to Halloween. Take care, guys. Attention all Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio listeners. The Odd to New Finland Paranormal Podcast brings you the best in East Coast esoterica on the first of every month. Together, we can keep it growing by sharing the show on social media, subscribing to the show wherever you may be listening to it from, and by leaving feedback about your favorite episodes. John certainly needs a friend like you to help make his dreams come true, minus the alien abduction dreams. That is not cool at all. The Odd to New Finland Paranormal Podcast, always available, always free, always odd.